and welcome to the weekly check-in podcast with your host, Tim Prendergast. We're living in very different times at the moment. So each week, let's take a glimpse into the lives of some of our colleagues, finding out a little bit about well-being and how that's being optimised, find out how people are adapting to this new way of living, find out some top tips along the way with some good news stories as well, and a whole lot more. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the episode. Welcome into the weekly check-in podcast. We're up to episode 34, and uh, many of you will be aware of uh, emerging talent uh, programs. We have uh, a number of graduates and apprentices that are making really great contributions uh, in our business, and I think it's uh, high time that we... uh, bring in uh, a number of our apprentices into uh, the show and it's fantastic to welcome in uh, Maddie, Jack and Daniel uh, who are all apprentices with CCB and uh, really looking forward to this conversation. Um, Guys, welcome in. Thank you, Tim. Thanks, Tim. Thank you. Very welcome. Maddie, we'll start with you actually as the I guess experienced head in the room um, from the class of 2018, just started out on your sort of third rotation. Can you give us all sort of an idea of, of, of what the apprenticeship program is, what you've been involved in, and I guess finally how some thoughts and reflections on, on the two years you've been part of it and, and how things have been going? Yeah, absolutely. I've Yeah, I've been here since 2018, so um, it's gone so quickly and um, quicker than I ever thought it would. So uh, essentially it's um, a program made up of three years um four rotations within those three years so there's uh two year-long ones and then two six-month ones and they can be made up of um areas in operations risk or front office they sort of advise that you do as many um different ones as possible so you can get a real feel for the different areas because there's so much so much going on in a bank more than i thought there would be and so that's what they sort of advise you do which is interesting so yeah I'm on my fourth placement now I've just started my fourth placement I'm a month in structured finance um, and I'm loving it I really am so I've seen quite a lot I've been through a few teams all in different areas and I've learned so much um in the two years I remember my first day sitting in a meeting thinking how am I ever going to understand what these people are saying it's like a foreign language but you do and, and now it's it's funny I sit there and I I can understand, um, well, most of what goes on, so which is good in two years. So it's sort of made up of academic work as well. So um, we get 20% dedicated a week that we can um, spend on our academic side. So that is getting our um, chartered banking qualification, which then essentially goes towards our level six um, financial services professional qualification which is the equivalent to a degree and so I've just completed all of that thank god um at the end of September so now I'm just focusing on my final placement and trying to find a full-time role hopefully at the end of it so yeah it's been an interesting few years I've learned a lot more than yeah I could ever imagine so yeah it's been good Um, brilliant congratulations on that and it sounds amazing obviously a big sort of objective throughout ccb is to get that visibility and having those four rotations um enables that um over to you jack can you talk to us a little bit maybe about because you're just starting out on your your second rotation can you talk to us a little bit about your experiences so far as an apprentice but also 
um, on, on the proactive side. I know you're sort of starting an initiative, indeed, Maddie and Daniel being involved also in sort of boosting social connectivity amongst the apprentices. So it'd be great to hear a little bit more about that as well. Yeah, no, of course, Tim. So uh, like you say, I'm a year behind Maddie as part of the 2019 co- uh, cohort. Um, so I've just started my second rotation, in fact. So I have done the previous year within financial crime for the corporate bank. Um, and now starting off in a relationship management role within front office. And I think this transition's really kind of shown the true benefits of the rotation aspect of the program. Uh, being able to bring forward some of my financial crime knowledge that I have accrued over the past year or so um, to this new team to try, you know, try and upskill in some aspects uh, my new colleagues who are in both, you know, we kind of said to each other that it's going to be like a two way thing now, really, that they're going to try and upskill me in the front office role and get me up to speed as best they can. And all they've really asked is that I can try and bring some financial crime knowledge with me. Um, so I think that's fantastic. That I can try and start contributing to the team from day one of my first rotation, uh, second rotation, sorry. I think the hardest thing that's been, though, is trying to do it remotely. So um, when we started last year, we you know met our new teams all in person for the first time. And I think coming into this second one, it's been a lot tougher trying to do it remotely. I still haven't really uh, met any of my new team in person, face-to-face. Um, so that's been a bit of a more challenge, but it's having an absolutely great time so far, picking up so much and learning so much every day. Uh, again, just highlighting how good the rotation aspect is. Um, but with all this work from home, like you say, uh, we're trying to start this new initiative between the three of us and then one of the other apprentices as well. Uh, which we're kind of trying to shape around the idea of being a social champion for CCB apprentices. Um, So we're in the office, we try and, you know, meet up for lunch, maybe between apprentices, go out for a couple of drinks after work, maybe. Um, That's all kind of disappeared with the current situation. And it was only in conversation a couple of weeks ago that we were all just saying we kind of lost that kind of social side between us all. So we're trying to think of ways to bring this back together. And this new initiative, I had an idea uh, to kind of try, try and carry out really was this social champion aspect so with the idea that uh, the four of us will all try and come together once a month or so and bring some kind of new idea or social event that we can try and do at the moment of course virtually uh, trying to utilize what we can maybe things like different games we can play on games consoles or simply just trying to have different activities on zoom or team for example um But we hope that if this works, that we'll be able to carry on to when we eventually hopefully go back to the office um, and try and get some more face to face events as well. And try and build those connections, not just between the apprentices to begin with, uh, but hopefully eventually a bit more further afield, you know, trying to interact with some more teams. And like I said, build our connections up as apprentices trying to start off in our careers. Yeah, no, the fantastic initiative. And I think, as you say, something that, you know, all of us can can um, maybe jump on and, and get involved. And so, so brilliant. It'd be great to uh, keep up with the play on, on how that develops. Um, and Daniel, um, you know, Maddie talked about sort of sitting in a room first day and, and hearing all these acronyms flying around. I know that sort of just a, a few months ago, you were finishing off your, your A-levels and you've started, you've been in the business a, a month. And um, yeah, can you talk to us about that sort of, you know, first month and as an apprentice and the, the extra layer of complexity that uh, working virtually brings yeah I mean I guess I guess Maddie really did sum it up in the fact that obviously in your first day you really have pretty much well 
coming from my perspective of never having been in a banking role before, you pretty much have no idea what you're doing, what anyone's talking about or how anything works. But I think the first, first month, I think it's, it's been really great because obviously everyone understands as well that you, that obviously you have no background, so you, you, you are not going to have any idea. So everyone's been really supportive and really kind and just ready for me to reach out. And I've been pestering my team with questions and queries and I think as well, I think it's also helped a little bit with being online because as, um, as some of the other apprentices have said, um, it's actually sort of encouraged you a little bit to go and find and create those networks and connections as well. Because obviously, as, as Jack said, normally if you're in an office, it would be a case of, you know, you could just swivel your chair around and say, oh, do you want to go for, for a drink after work? Whereas whereas now you you, you sort of have to actively go out and sort of find the connections and even though it is as simple as you know sending just a quick message I think it's it's going to be much more effective when hopefully we do go back into the office you know everyone's sort of got that con confidence pre-meeting each other but I think it just it's just going to be sort of a much more nice and welcoming atmosphere yeah no brilliant um you talk about the welcoming atmosphere Jack's talked about you know social connectivity and you know the reason why this podcast was was um dreamt up all those many many weeks ago was to sort of with a with a lens of well-being and, and danielle i'll start with you actually because you know you're new to the business and i'm curious i guess from you know, your experience in your last few months at, at, at school and going virtual and things i mean what was the support like and and, and how did you ensure that you know your well-being was was being looked after through you know what's been a, a challenging time for for everyone yeah of course tim so obviously there's, there's, I guess the support really, really all starts as soon as you, you know, you start applying for Santander from from the moment that you start the application all the way through up to obviously, well, I'm hoping it'll keep continue, but obviously up until my first month so far. And it's just obviously they're all everyone's just ready, ready and to take on any questions or queries of, of anything, even throughout the application process. Obviously, they're fully understanding that, you know. It's, it's been quite a, I would say, quite a, a drastic jump to go from sort of partially online for the bank to go almost entirely uh, virtually. And obviously they understand that coming in with no experience, you're not going to have sort of, you may not even have the previous background knowledge in technology as well. So I, I, I've honestly, it's just been, it's been great. You know, everyone's out there to support you, even the other apprentices, you know, everyone's, everyone's just, you know, we're all really in the same boat so you know everyone sort of relates to each other and it's just sort of oh if, if I've got this question or if I'm having this trouble then surely someone else does and you just sort of reach out and other people reach out to you as well yeah no, brilliant fantastic and Jack to you and you know bearing in mind that most of these podcasts are with people of, of, of my vintage and, and, and sometimes even 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 older um, and so hearing from from them and around how you know well-being is being played out and, and their lives might be different from from how it is in in, you know, in someone of, a, of another generation generation shall we say but in terms of you know the last few months and adapting from that and very much in terms of the financial crime world it was very much uh, a, a, an office-based um you know job from what i could ascertain um you know how has that adaption been and, and how have you been making sure that your your well-being is being taken care of yeah so like you say it's probably a bit different to many more colleagues across the bank that um because uh, the age I am, I'm still living with my parents. So when I was going up into the office and had that kind of routine 
of getting up early, getting on the train and then get myself to work. You had that bit more of a dependence, I'd say, at my age. Um, and yeah. where I'm now working from home all the time, I feel like that might have mentally kind of gone a little bit where I'm now at home all the time under the roof of my mum and dad, really. Um, so kind of that kind of mental mindset, I think, has kind of had a little bit of switch in my head. Uh, but well-being side, I think I found in the first couple of weeks or so in the lockdown and the work from home, um, I kind of deprived the whole active side of life and trying to keep active. Um, and yeah. I found a significant impact on my mental health and well-being from that. So I tried to take up all the things like, uh, you know, the home workouts, trying to go for a run, the things that kind of got tedious and real kind of sigh over nowadays, really. Um, and I saw a massive improvement when I was doing that. And it gets the idea of just trying to get away from work and almost life as a whole and just not have to think about anything. Um, and as things have reopened more so and been able to go back to the gym and things like that, I've been able to see and use the gym as a much more mental kind of escape. So, you know, with the mindset of being able to go to the gym at the end of the day, go and do a workout and can completely clear your mind and not have to think about anything. Um, which I've never really thought about using the gym as, as that kind of way before and before all of this. So that's how I'd say that well-being-wise that I've been able to try and keep myself as uh, positive and kind of on track as best as I can, really, by just trying to keep that active side of life and make sure that, you know, you do try and keep work at work and home at home, which can be very hard at home. Um, but again, yeah, just having that idea of trying to switch off, really. Yeah, for sure. And Maddie, does any of what Jack and, and Daniel say, is that, does that resonate? And, and yeah, you think they add on the way? Yeah, absolutely. I, I can, if I'm being honest, I, I really struggled with um, the, the lack of social interaction, especially in the full lockdown when all the gym wasn't even open. So all I was seeing was my family. And as much as I love them, it's kind of, you do want to see other people. Um, so when the gym opened, that was a lot better for me. So I, I go every morning um just for an hour and because I might not be able to go after work because something might come up so I always plan in the morning so I go and I, like Jack said it is it is more for my mental well-being but I have made a conscious effort to keep in contact with my friends at work because ultimately I have made friends at work and some of them I see them every day well normally so there's some of them are my closest friends now so I sort of made a conscious effort when the restrictions lifted a bit I would go out drive to where they live and we would sit in the park and have a picnic or we'd go for dinner and I have made a conscious effort to keep in contact with those people because you spend so long making these friendships and um yeah you don't want to lose lose that connection and and your friends so that's definitely helped me is just seeing people that I would day to day yeah no fantastic now um Maddie, I'm going to start with you again. <laughs> That's okay. Third year in the business, fourth rotation, um, bit of experience there and um, maybe well-placed to, to answer this next more philosophical question. Um, career progression is also an area we like to explore in the podcast. And again, with the, the, the guests that I've had in the past, it's almost a, a retrospective look back to, you know, thinking about your career, what advice would you give your younger self? But it's fantastic to, to have three guests on the show this week that are early in career and have that uh, amazing future uh, ahead of you. Um, so just crystal balling, I guess, five, 10, 15 years from what you've experienced so far in, in your career, you know, what do you think the, 
the skills are what what do you think bank a job or a career in banking might look sound and feel like in in the in the future yeah i think it's gonna um change massively over time especially with sort of increasing technology and things like that um but there are key skills that i think now that i especially that i've achieved on this apprenticeship that are going to um set me up for my career in banking i mean i never thought i would have a career in banking i'm not gonna lie a few years ago so um it's definitely take it day by day and um there's so many opportunities within this sector that you really can't be narrow-minded and thinking i this is my career path you know nothing's gonna deter me like defer me from that should I say and so it's sort of just seeing opportunities and seeing as they come and um I think I think it it used to be sort of the longer you stay in a role the, the sort of better credibility you have where I think now it's changed I think the more different areas you see of the of a business and the more experience you have I think that that sets you up quite nicely now and so I think it's changed in terms of that so definitely just um just seeing where it takes me really I mean the next five months will be about career uh, next nine months should I say will be about career progression for me um, and trying to find that next step so I think I have a fair idea of what I want to do and and I definitely want to stay in CCB and and explore the opportunities there and my my patients have set me up to sort of understand the area that I really love at the moment um so yeah that's that's probably that's probably it for me but yeah it's definitely a it's definitely a funny time for me in terms of that question it's definitely all about career progression at the moment for me and it's daunting because I really don't know where I'm going to be this time next year so it's a big change yeah yeah no well yeah, really fascinating answer and yeah you talk about technology and that yeah that real need to have that skill and ability to adapt as well i think as you say it's 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 there's times are changing absolutely um daniel to you and i, I might reframe the question slightly but i guess you know being in the in the business for for a month is it sort of the same different um, completely different or yeah, in terms of what you were expecting coming into a corporate and commercial bank so far and I know you're still sort of in those early days navigating your way but yeah what are, what are the initial thoughts around a, a career in banking? I mean I guess you know to be honest I'm sort of I'm kind of really in the opposite position of uh, Maddie where I'm I'm not sort of I am sort of obviously because I've just come in, I'm sort of trying to adapt to things first. And what I've experienced so far with uh, obviously with the relationship management and I'm also working with uh, um, business development as well. I love both these areas and having having no previous banking experience whatsoever. I think it I think you just get a, a really raw and, you know, just totally, you know, this is exactly what we do. Uh, and although it does change, obviously, on a client by client or prospect basis. I, I, I'm loving loving what I'm doing so far, and I could 100% at the end of my, obviously at the end of the apprenticeship, three years, you know, I would love to stay with uh, the teams I've got now, but I don't want to say anything too no. too soon because obviously I've got the uh, the other nearly nearly three well three years ahead of me yet. But of what I've seen so far, you know, definitely not not without what I was expecting, considering that obviously you know you get the classic bankers you know everyone's dressed in suits you know sit down do the work go home and it's just it's just not like that whatsoever yeah 
and and Jack to you, sort of a, a year in, still a very you know fresh lens and perspective on things. What do you foresee as as the future of, of banking and the skills and which might be required? So I think definitely the past you know six to nine months that we've had both in work and out of work is definitely going to affect how we you know live and work going forward really um so as we've all seen i think we will go back into a much more flexible way of working uh with a much more virtual uh lifestyle really and a bit more work from home in some aspects uh but i do hope the office does retain its place almost um and i'd like to think it would so the aspects of banking you know i don't think would change too drastically from this uh because you know customers still want to keep that personal connection and so forth with us as a bank um so i'd like to think that that wouldn't change too much uh but also you know just the aspects of my own personal progression as well i'm not really too uh sure as it stands still at the moment you know doing the past year in financial crimes opened my uh eyes really to a different kind of pathway that you can take uh, within banking because I'd always thought of the traditional route that I'm in now uh, being in the relationship management role you know working with your clients all that kind of um, day-to-day work really but having that year in financial yeah. crime and the backside of the bank really which I'd never even thought of let alone considered really um, has changed that and I think with still a year to go and possibly another you know, two rotations or so down the line um, I'm a little bit cautious as to where to say where I'd like to see myself in some aspects. Because, um, you know, it's like that idea of trying to keep your completely mind open uh, to any possibilities that may yeah. come to you. And, you know, like I said, with financial crime, it's completely changed my viewpoint on that. And it's, you know, two more rotations down the line. They could be the next big thing that I enjoy and want to pursue. So, yeah, still very much open minded. Yeah. I mean, there's been some fantastic insights from from all of you and really appreciate your, your time and, and openness. So the last question, and I'll go to the floor for this, whoever wants to, to, to pick it up, really. Um, you know, I'm sure we all you know, are aware of uh, apprentices exist within CCB, but can someone maybe, you know, just for the for the listener, uh, you know, tell us a little bit more, you know, just around the real value that you do bring um, to the teams that you're part of, just you know, that, that people may not necessarily be front and centre of their mind when they think of you know, apprentices in the team. Who wants to take that one? I mean, I'm, I'm happy to give a, a shot at it first. Yeah, go on, Jack. Um, I mean, I guess, obviously, being so, well, from my perspective, obviously, being so young and being raised in such a technological-based you know, sort of era, I think one of the main things we probably bring is not only just sort of the new and young perspective, obviously not calling the people who are in there, obviously, you know, not young, but just saying, obviously, that we've come in fresh. Some of us have come in fresh from, you know, myself coming fresh from A-level. We've got some people who come in fresh from uni and we've even got some people who have just come in from different career paths as well. So I think we we bring sort of a fresh um sort of perspectives from many different outwalk, outwalks of life and I think as well with some of us because we're we've been raised we've basically been raised on technology as well I think it's sort of we have a deeper understanding of maybe technology and perhaps you know some of some of the brighter among us you know even ways of how the bank could further develop the technology that we have already or new technologies sort of pursue uh, pursue banking on a on a much more online and virtual forum. Yeah, 
definitely. Maddie, Daniel, anything? Yeah, I, th- I think we're all, like, as I said, we're all quite keen. So where we are quite young and new to this, I, and we're very keen to learn, I think that's the biggest thing. We come in not knowing anything. I, honestly, nothing I knew about banking. Um, so coming in and, and just... I think they're so keen to learn and we don't have any preconceptions of what, what it's going to be like or anything. So we're all um, we're all sort of just eager to learn, take as much on board as possible, ask questions, be confident in, in that um, and, and own the fact that we're not, we don't know everything. So it, I'm, I'm happy to put my hand up and be like, I don't understand this or, or could you help me please? Um, because as an apprentice, that's, that's okay. Like that's expected. Um, and hopefully that'll be expected as, as we go up in our careers anyway, no one knows everything, but um, yeah, I think, I think we do bring definitely a fresh perspective Um to our teams hopefully and hopefully they they value having us um hopefully we help them out with things that they might not have time everyone is so busy in this bank so busy so helping out i feel i feel valued definitely by every team i've been in i definitely feel valued so yeah i think it's positive without doubt without doubt and daniel anything to add there i know it's probably slightly unfair on you (laughs) you. Uh oh uh, I think you got that one around, Tim. You've already edited that bit. Oh, yeah, you? I went first. <laughs> Apologies. <laughs> yeah, so being in the bank, uh, the first year that I've had, really, I think I'd agree with uh, Maddie there on her point about, you know, we're all so eager to learn and um, we will have to ask every question that we possibly can, really, to try and get, get the best understanding that we possibly can. Coming into this role, we've no previous background or knowledge uh, as you may say um but i think the biggest thing as well is that any kind of feedback that we can get whether it's positive or negative is always so important uh, at our stage now career uh, progression really because it may you know to be that little little hint or help that actually makes us do something completely different but in the correct way really um but i also think there's also like aspects of because we have no background preconception of banking and the role itself we have that willingness and more open mind to change really as it goes on um and especially as as, as we continue on in our, in our careers because uh people who have been in the bank 30 odd years or so in some cases maybe they're a bit more reluctant to you know embrace change in some aspects and you know take on new processes in some aspects technology and i think us being in our apprenticeship roles um I think we're much more open to that. Not, you know, like I said, not having that background and knowing the way things are done, we're much more happy to take on these new changes, these new systems that are being evolved every day um, in some parts of the bank, and you know, this this continuing evolution in technology as well. Yeah, yeah, no, being open to change, embracing change, being keen, as Maddie Maddie said, and uh, and yeah, that technology piece and being very very savvy. Maddie says, uh, always you know, happy to put my hands up when I'm wrong. <laughs> Likewise, when I miss up voices. So, Jack and Daniel, very uh, huge apologies for, uh, for you in terms of uh, the floor. So. Uh, but 
But on that note, team, it has been, yeah, it's been splendid. I know we said before, let's, let's chat for 15 minutes or so, and it's, it's gone over that. But it's been so insightful. Um, that keenness, that enthusiasm, that passion really shines through in, in your voices. And uh, wish you all the best on uh, the next chapter of your journeys. And, and thanks again for giving no, your time today. Oh, thank you, Tim. No worries. Thank you, Tim. What an incredibly refreshing conversation that was uh, with a group of focused, enthusiastic and articulate individuals. Daniel Warden, Jack Wright, Maddie Clark, thank you so much for being our guests this week on the Weekly Check-In Podcast. Fascinating to hear your experiences so far. Brilliant to get a glimpse into what you think the future might sound, feel and look like. And just really refreshing to have a perspective from a group of people that are really early on in in career and so much to look forward to, I have no doubt. Thank you also, Jack and Daniel, for being so forgiving. One for the the bloopers reel there on my part. Uh, But hey, thanks to you, the listener, as well. We look forward to your company again, same time next week. But for now, it's bye from me. Take care. Bye-bye.